Welcome to this episode of the John Henry Weston Show. Despite insanity coming from Rome and elsewhere in the church, hope continues as brave prelates have openly chastised and challenged their brother bishops. With Pope Francis's Vatican showing its hand on the matter of denying the faithful Holy Communion on the tongue, Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano has released a scathing warning. And in the face of the UK bishop's insistence that Catholics have a duty to take a vaccine for coronavirus, even one tainted with abortion, U.S. Bishop Joseph Strickland has reiterated that Catholics must reject any vaccine that is developed using aborted children. Stay tuned. Before we begin, please remember to like and share this video. Click on the subscribe button below and the bell to be notified of all future episodes as they are released. And let's begin, as we always do, with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. San Rafael, Argentina, Bishop Eduardo Tausic has announced the upcoming closure of the nation's only Orthodox Catholic seminary because the rector and other priests associated with the seminary would not refuse seminarians and other faithful Holy Communion kneeling and on the tongue. As LifeSite correspondent Dorothy Cummings McLean reports, contrary to church teaching, Bishop Tausick has demanded priests refuse to administer Holy Communion to the faithful who would do not wish to receive our Lord in their unconsecrated hands. Rather, those faithful wish to receive our Lord, as is their right, on the tongue. The diocese announced that the seminary is being closed by order of the Pope's Congregation for Clergy. Father Jose Antonio Alvarez said in a statement from the diocese, and I quote, In accordance with the instructions from the Holy See, it has been decided to close the seminary, end quote. The priest continued speaking for the diocese, quote, The measure taken by the congregation for clergy, which is just the dicastery of the Holy Father, has jurisdictions over these cases, takes into account consideration that due to the undisciplined reaction of a good portion of the clergy of the diocese, at this moment the diocese is not able to put together a group of teachers who will conform to the church's discipline. That Father Alvarez, of course, was talking about priests continuing to permit seminarians and other faithful to receive Holy Communion on the tongue. A source known to LifeSite News told a reporter that there were 40 good and well-formed seminarians who are now unsure of what they will do. He called the closing of the San Rafael Seminary a, quote, real disaster, as he believes it to be the, quote, last really Catholic seminary in Catholic Argentina. Bishop Tausig, the descendant of Czech immigrants to Argentina, was appointed the Bishop of San Rafael by St. John Paul II in 2004. He was co-consecrated by the primate of Argentina at the time, Cardinal Archbishop Jorge Bergoglio, who of course is now known as Pope Francis, and a number of other bishops as well. Reacting to the ruling with an open letter to Bishop Tausig, Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano with biting sarcasm, wrote this, quote, This decision is said to have been adopted at your zealous insistence by the Congregation for the Clergy, 
which considered inadmissible the refusal on the part of clerics under your jurisdiction to administer and receive the Most Holy Eucharist on the hand rather than on the tongue. Archbishop Vigano continued, and I quote, I imagine that the laudable and coherent behavior of the priests, clerics, and faithful of San Rafael offered you an excellent excuse to close the largest seminary in Argentina and to disperse the seminarians in order to re-educate them elsewhere in seminaries that are so exemplary that now they are empty." End quote. Calling out Bishop Tausik as a modernist, Archbishop Vigano continued, quote, I can understand your disappointment in seeing that, despite the relentless work of ultra-modernist indoctrination that has been carried out in the past few decades, there are still courageous priests and clerics who do not place the obeisance of the Episcopal Court ahead of the respect that is owed to the Blessed Sacrament. And I can imagine your vexation in seeing that the lay faithful and even entire families are following the good shepherds of whom the gospel says the sheep recognize his voice and not the mercenaries who have no concern for the sheep. End quote. Pointing out that Bishop Tausik's chosen coat of arms uses the moniker paternal and fraternal charity, Archbishop Vigano reprimands him saying, quote, I see nothing paternal about punishing priests who do not want to profane the sacred host nor any form of true charity towards those who have disobeyed an inadmissible order. Charity, he said, is exercised in service of the good and true. If it, is, if it has error as its origin and evil as its end, it can only be a grotesque parody of the virtue. A bishop who, instead of defending the honor owed to the king of kings and praising those who strive for this noble purpose, even goes so far as to close a flourishing seminary and to publicly reprimand his clerics, is not performing an act of charity, but rather a deplorable abuse, for which he will be called to respond before the judgment seat of God. End quote. Archbishop Vigano ends his letter saying, and I quote, Together with the clerics and laity of your diocese, whom you have unjustly punished and seriously offended, I pray for you, Your Excellency, for the officials of the Holy See. And he added, quote, we pray for your conversion, a conversion to which we are all called, but that should no longer be deferred by those who are working not for the glory of God, but against the good of souls and the honor of the church. Let us all pray, he said, for the seminarians and faithful of San Rafael, on whom you, your excellency, have declared war. Be sure to go to lifesightnews.com for his full letter contained in the report from LifeSight News' Dr. Micah Hickson. Meanwhile, LifeSite News London correspondent Paul Smeaton reports that in the United Kingdom, the Bishops' Conference of England and Wales have stated that Catholics, quote, have a duty to be vaccinated, end quote, even if the shots are made using aborted babies. And here's a quote from the Bishop's letter. The Catholic Church strongly supports vaccination and regards Catholics as having a prima facie duty to be vaccinated not only for the sake of their own health, but also out of solidarity with others, especially the most vulnerable, end quote. The letter, which was released on Thursday, July 30th, says further, quote, 
we believe that there is a moral obligation to guarantee the vaccination coverage necessary for the safety of others. This is especially important for the discovery of a vaccine against COVID-19. While the letter notes that the church, and I quote, that the church is opposed to the production of vaccines using tissue derived from aborted fetuses, end quote, it also states that, quote, the church teaches that the paramount importance of the health of a child and of other vulnerable persons could permit parents to use a vaccine which was in the past developed using these diploid cell lines. The bishops then briefly mentioned the 2005 Political Academy for Life document, Moral Reflections on Vaccines Prepared from Cells Derived from Aborted Human Fetuses, before quoting a separate 2017 Pontifical Academy for Life statement, which asserts that, quote, all clinically recommended vaccinations can be used with a clear conscience and that the use of such vaccines does not signify some sort of cooperation with voluntary abortion, end quote. Well, the responses from faithful Catholics has, have been very clear. UK Catholic Deacon Nick Donnelly uh, spoke with church militants saying, quote, One of the cell lines being exploited in the production of the COVID-19 vaccine at Oxford University is from a healthy baby girl murdered through abortion in 1972 in the Netherlands. He continued, this is Deacon Nick Donnelly, continued, her kidney cells were harvested for medical research and given the dehumanizing label HEK293. She'd probably be a 40-year-old mother with her own family by now, Deacon Donnelly said. I don't know how the CBCEW, that's the Catholic Bishops' Conference of England and Wales, he continued, can say it's okay for Catholics to use vaccines incorporating cell lines from babies murdered through abortion. Deacon Donnelly said, instead, the bishops are saying not only is it morally permissible to benefit from her murder through abortion, but that it's a moral obligation for the greater good. Also, in an open letter published in May, Catholic clergy and laity led by former papal nuncio to the United States Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano and Cardinals Gerhard Ludwig Müller, Joseph Zen and Yanis Puzatz said that, quote, for Catholics, it is morally unacceptable to develop or use vaccines derived from material from aborted fetuses. Bishop Joseph Strickland of Tyler, Texas, reiterated just recently his opposition to vaccines created using cell lines from aborted babies. He said, and I quote, I renew my call that we reject any vaccine that is developed using aborted children. And this tweet, of course, came right after the UK bishops uh, said it was a duty for Catholics to get such a vaccine. And Bishop Strickland continued, quote, Even if it originated decades ago, it still means a, child life, a child's life was ended before it was born, and then their body was used as spare parts. We will never end abortion if we do not end this evil. And those are real bishops. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the John Henry Weston Show. If you've enjoyed this program and are concerned about the issues we've covered in it, there are three things that I'd like you to do. 
First of all, sign the two related petitions, one supporting pastors fighting oppressive state mandates such as communion in the hand, and the second is our petition with nearly a million signatures already opposing mandatory vaccination for the coronavirus. You'll find links to those petitions in the description of this video and over at my LifeSite blog. Next, if you feel there are people you know that might benefit from these videos, please have them sign up to this show by directing them to the link below. And finally, if you're able to help us keep this show going with your support, please click on the give.lifesitenews.com link below to make a donation. See you next time, and may God bless you.